Hello, I'm Neil Whelan and welcome to the Wesleyan Podcast. In this episode, we're taking a look at the recent spring budget and what it means to you, especially around pensions and the changes to pensions allowances. Laura White is asking the questions and Wesleyan Financial Services Specialist Financial Advisor Paul Barnfather will be using his expertise to make sense of all the changes for you. It goes without saying that as informative as this podcast is, it isn't financial advice. If you do feel you need help with your finances, Wesleyan Financial Services and its financial advisors are there for you. And I'll be back later to tell you how to make contact. But for now, I'm going to hand you over to Paul. And first up, Laura. Paul, if we jump right in then, in the spring budget, the Chancellor made a few bombshell announcements in regards to pension allowances. Could you just enlighten us as to what those were and why they were so surprising? We always keep an eye on press leaks ahead of the budget, so uh, we did think that something small would be announced relating to pension allowances to, to entice those in the healthcare service to continue working as opposed to retiring early, which which uh, a lot of people have been doing. Um, a couple of the, the, the main things that, uh, that, that came out was the money purchase annual allowance, uh, which has gone from 4,000 and, and increased to 10,000. And what that's going to do is potentially have some uh, impact on people who are going to retire and then return to work and continue to um, contribute to pensions, more commonly known as 24-hour retirement. And there's also been a 50% rise on the annual allowance, which has gone from 40 to 60,000. So that's a significant increase there. And the main one was really the the abolishment of the lifetime allowance. Uh, there were some leaks before that suggested that there was going to be a rise in the allowance, uh, but not to remove it altogether, which was uh, a bit of a shock, but a positive one at that. Yeah, it does seem like a, quite a big announcement. Uh, so what do these changes mean for dentist retirement plans? So I guess for many dentists, there'll be quite a lot of uncertainty around uh, relating to the, the, the changes and how, how it will impact them on a, a personal basis and I suppose what they need to do to, to plan their road to, to retirement. But I suppose it is a very individual situation. Um, a lot of my clients ask me what everyone else does and the response I give to them is it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing, it what ma- is what matters to you as a, an individual. Okay, so you mentioned the uncertainty there. Could you um, give us some sort of scenarios what that you can provide where dentists may need to seek financial advice? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I suppose the first scenario would be if you were at that point of retirement now, um, and obviously now you've got the benefit of having the the lifetime allowance removed, um, it could potentially save you hundreds of thousands in in tax. But I guess you'd still need to to, to receive that advice in terms of accessing the tax free lump sum, how much you can get, and how much the rest of the the pension is going to generate you with uh, with an income. Um, but obviously, it's it's good news um, in in that situation. And if you were, I suppose, at the other end of the scale and just building towards retirement, the increase in the annual allowance is is once again fantastic news. It enables people outside of the NHS pension to save up to an extra twenty thousand pounds per year um, into their pension. And people within the NHS pension, it can provide them a, a little bit more breathing room with with the automatic annual uh, increases that the scheme receives. Um, so obviously, once again, if uh, if you've got any queries, you, you need to to seek advice. But all these changes do start from the 23-24 tax year this this coming April. 
a number of clients come to me when they're they're at that stage, at you know, at the retirement stage, and and they've never really sort of looked at the, the the situation as a whole, and they're just a bit confused as to what they need to do, and uh, you know, what forms they need to fill in, how best to access their pensions in the most tax efficient way, um, and that's really where we you know can guide them through that and give them the the advice that that they need. And I suppose if you're looking at the other end of the scale, people who are just uh, I suppose starting out in their career or, or mid-career, we really can now look at you know more ways to help them boost that retirement pot for, for ultimately when they do retire. Are there any extenuating circumstances that dentists need to think about? There are some concerns around how permanent these uh, changes uh, will be, particularly on the run-up to a, a general election. Uh, the Labour Party so far has been quite vocal in that, saying that should they come into power, uh, they'd reverse these changes. Um, but at this moment in time, this is just purely speculation. Uh, there's lots of you know external factors that need to be uh, taken account of, and uh, you know the changing landscape of, of financial services, uh, you know, always happens in terms of tax and regulation. So, you know, that's that's the real real reason why we need to you know keep on top of the changes and, and make sure that uh, you, nobody's negatively affected. Have you got any final thoughts? So this is uh, potentially really good news for for people who uh, are concerned around have concerns around inheritance tax planning and, and estate planning. Um, using pensions can be a fantastic way to to keep money outside of the estate when uh, when that calculation happens. Um, and I suppose the limits have been been relaxed in terms of saving for retirement, but there's still some tax implications when you draw the pension. Uh, that remain unchanged in terms of the the tax free cash amount that you can take, and also any any funds over and above that will be potentially classed as taxable income as well. So, I think it really is a, is a balancing act of uh, you know of of getting the right financial advice at at the right time for for you as an individual, and and always just you know speaking to someone who, who understands and, and knows your situation. And ultimately at Wesleyan, that's that's what we're here to do to to give our clients that that tailored advice that they really need at the time that they need it. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we'll have to have you on again soon to discuss pensions in future. Yeah, thank you a lot. It's been great. Really, really enjoyed it and sharing the advice. And that's our show for this week. Thank you to Laura and Paul. In the wake of any budget, the devil is in the detail and our experts are constantly going through the Treasury documents to try to work out how the changes affect people and professions in the real world. That's why if you do think you might be impacted, it makes sense to talk to one of our specialist financial advisors. You can book an obligation appointment at wesleyan.co.uk. You can also hear more from us across our social media channels on Twitter, at Wesleyan, as well as by searching for us across Facebook, Instagram, and of course LinkedIn. And all past and future episodes of the podcast are available on the usual platforms. But that's it for now. So until next time, thanks for listening.